Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome back, buddies. It's a podcast. Uh, it's a good show today. We dissect the Optus Hacker. Yes, with an expert in the field. A man who has gone to the dark web for research purposes. Yeah, he actually has before. He's a professional uh, in IT. And he keeps, like, he keeps you safe. Uh, turns out this time, if you got got, there's not much you can do. Yeah. Uh, change your name. That's one option. Pretty much. Um, so it's very bleak. But we're going to find out more. Uh, Zara Social Media also on to discuss all your favourite TikToks or the ones that should be. Uh, and, of course, uh, you're not you're not happy with... Or, no, you actually are happy with the tradie. You think he needs to be happier with himself? Yeah, I don't think he's happy with the work that he's done. I trusted him until he told me not to do something it should do. But we're going to kick it off with making fun of headlines. Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. Yes, in the headlines. In royal news, Prince George is said to have been in an argument at school, and he said to the student he was fighting with, my dad will be king, you better watch out. To which the student replied, your dad might be the heir, but at least my dad has hair. <laughs> is that is it true that he was like, my dad's got to be kicked? Yeah, not that sick comeback. That was no. me. Uh, but Kids you, are terrible at comebacks. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, no, apparently he said, yeah, my dad is going to be kicked. You better watch you out. You better watch out. That's like... You'd be like it's we, not like that anymore, mate. We, we've all <laughs> hoped he wasn't going to be that kid. But it sounds like he is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, terrible. Terrible. Like, I don't know what the other kid did, but I'm on his side. I'm on it. Of course, I'm on his side because I'm not a royal. We, the peasants, will band together. Mm. I wonder if that's how it started. Where he's like, "What's in your lunchbox?" And he's like, "Oh, I've got, I've got a little caviar and oh, a beef Wellington. What have you got?" He's like, "I got a sandwich." It's like you're a peasant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, 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 fair. Oh, very true, very true. <laughs> uh, reports are in, and 71 percent of crypto investors think they will be a billionaire someday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this just do I hit the joke? Drop yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I wild. Mean, uh, be, be, dream big, guys. Dream big. Like, <sighs> shoot for the moon and you might hit. You know wow. what? That's the headline is a joke. This next one, there's no joke. It's just a headline as well. Yeah, okay. The Optus hackers have reportedly backed down and promised to remove all the details they have on customers, stating there are too many eyes on them. This, like, what is going on? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I don't understand what they were. Like, did they know what Optus was? <laughs> I, I guess not. If they're from regional Australia, they do, they're like, what is this? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's how you know the hackers. <laughs> the, the hackers were from rural Australia. Oh, <laughs> uh, that'll do. <laughs> I think that tradies should have more confidence in their work. What do you mean? Because, you know, we've paid them for a job. Uh, that they're quali- like they're called like qualified. Yeah, that, they, uh, you, that you can't do either. It's can't not like do it. it's not like you don't have time for it. Like you, you cannot do it. I don't know what job it is, but I'm assuming you cannot do it. I be, can't do it. No, I'd be right. Uh, our Triple M Ute, mm-hmm. the lock on the back, yep. was busted. So on the because we have like a long? hard top on the tray, 
Yeah. And uh, for years, apparently. With all the expensive gear in the with back. With all the expensive gear. And no gear. one would fix it. And no one could fix it. That's wild. And so one man took it upon himself to fix it. A yeah. locksmith. <laughs> uh, and he did a great job. It now locks. Oh, really? Yeah. Turns out we were missing the key. <laughs> and no one realized that uh, he was like, yeah, it, it's it's not the car key. It's like it would have come with another key. And he's like, so I've re... Wait, so it's not broken? He said it was, it, like, it was a bit. He's like, I, I mm. like, tuned it up. I, like, cleaned it up. It's, He's a, like, it's a lock. Yeah. You tuned it. Yeah, because it's like, so you had to, it's like... It's not a trumpet. You got to, like, oil it up because it, like, Sounds all like rusted a, and seized. <laughs> Sounds like a man that's trying to justify the hundreds of dollars that it costs. <laughs> 70 bucks. Okay. So, and this, and, but this makes me think why mm. I was like, when I heard it was 70 bucks, I was mm. like, that's very affordable. Yep. And uh, he then proceeded to say something that surprised me. Like what? Where he's, he's like, he shows us how to lock it, and he's like, look at that. Bloody beautiful. Locks up. No one's getting in yeah. there. And he's like, but, you know, there's no need to lock it unless you've got something in there. Why would he say like, what, do you, what, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you'd hate for someone to, like, break in yeah, if there was nothing in there. I said, but... But, mate, how do they break in? You've just fixed the lock. Yeah. Like, have a little bit more. So he he thinks that you can get past his lock, and you'd hate for that to happen for nothing. Make sure oh, nah. if they break the lock, it's worthwhile. Nah, this is a tradey thing. This is, tra- like, like you got blue collar, white collar, me and you are no collar. Yeah. But, like... Blue collar. Like, blue collar, for some reason, they've got this thing where it's, like, if they're going to get in your car, they're just going to break in anyway. Yeah. So just take all the valuable stuff out because right. then you don't have to pay for a broken lock as well. That's always that's the, all they care. That's always the thing. Right. My mate, it's like a fridge is the same same thing. He's like, oh, I should leave my car open and then they can go through it and they realize there's nothing there. So if me and my wife leave the house, I should leave it open because she's the only thing of value that I have. Yes. <laughs> but you never let her leave the house. So just keep it locked up. <laughs> Damagoros, have you ever wondered uh, what is the best TV show of all time? You know what I have. Well, it's been revealed uh, through Rolling Stone magazine. They're of... about music. Oh, I know. I actually thought it was uh, from the Rolling Stones. Apparently it's not. Is it named after the Bob Dylan song, Rolling Stone? I'm going to say yes. Now, <laughs> I have the top three here. Okay, so we've got we've got Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Yeah. So classic. Uh, that's uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah. As about, Walter White. About the methy selling teacher. We got The Simpsons. Oh, one of my favorites as yep. a kid. Not, not anymore. No. It's a good indication of life of when you get older. It's just not fun anymore. Uh, and then The Sopranos. Ah, now. This is like. This is where I found, like, HBO. I'd never seen any HBO shows. Yeah. It's been voted as the three best TV series. Uh, do you want to have Sad in the Dark at what comes in at number three? Uh, number three, I think people will say The Simpsons because I think The Simpsons has hurt its own legacy. Okay. So I think they're number three. Incorrect. Okay. Mm. Breaking Bad coming in at number three. That, I was going to put Breaking Bad as number two. Mm. So, okay. Okay. so Breaking Bad, number three. Now, what are you going to go with? Uh, number, Give me number two and number one. 
I think I do think Sopranos people consider to be number one. So Simpsons goes number two. Correct. Okay. Cool. I got two out of three. So, so yeah. the number one TV show of all time, The Sopranos. Does that? Do you feel that with your life? Are you proud of your people? <laughs> well, this is what we were saying off air that like The Sopranos. Like, I think is really fascinating because, like, my wife hates gangster stuff, but I like I like mafia films and that sort of thing because of my heritage. Yeah, because it makes you miss uh, your nonno. And I feel like people don't get it that it's like they're fascinating because they're tragedies. Like these people, like Tony Soprano is not a hero. Mm. Like you watch because it's like his life is a mess. Yeah, he's in like he's in organized crime, and yet everything is difficult. He's not making as much money as like. You know, that real organised crime. The corporations, am I right? It's also funny that all three of these are about crime. Like, The Sopranos is like a crime of, like, mafia. Breaking Bad is like a crime of, like, drug Drug, dealing. And The Simpsons is a crime that it's still on TV. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Thanks, mate. That's nice. Thanks. Shotgun. (laughs) George (laughs) Triple M. Uh, it is not good times for the millions of Australians that were caught up in the Optus data breach. You have lost things such as, like, email, driver's license number, passport number, uh, as long as, along with your address, your name, mm. uh, but no financial details or passwords. No, it's basically everything I've lost on a night out. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you've given, you've given those away to so many people. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm not even worried. I'm like, so many people know. Now, the fascinating thing you may have heard from yesterday, the latest news was that the hacker themselves has apologised for releasing 10,000 during, like, the ransom negotiation with Optus. But why? We don't know why yet. They've claimed that there are too many eyes on it, so I guess they're worried that too many other people are going to use the data. Did they not know Optus was big? Well, this is the thing. I feel... That they've put this, so they've apologised, and they have. Uh, they said too many eyes. We will not sell data to anyone. We can't if we even want to. What do you mean? Personally deleted data from the drive, only copy. That was what was posted online. Does that mean they have like a um, like people in the dark web or whatever, like ASIO is just ready to go, like as if they're at an auction. So they either go, whoever buys it, we just go arrest them. So then no one will buy it. I guess so. I'm imagining that's what's happened. I feel like the ADF and ASIO potentially have, have, have possibly found the hacker. That's what I... F- uh, because why else would he back down? Mm. I feel like they've gone, oh, hello there. And then he's gone, oh, no, I didn't do anything. Like, I didn't... Look, I've deleted it. I don't have it anymore. Uh, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Yeah. You know, he's like, if I don't have the stolen thing, the stolen thing doesn't exist. Yeah. I feel like that could be the only explanation as to why, because why else? Have we come to the conclusion that they're not from Australia? Well, the the post is sort of in broken English. So there is uh, there is like a assumption. Up, 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 up. It just could be from regional Australia. <laughs> uh, we have the greatest soap since Dove for you now. Uh, it is the replacement to Neighbours. Mm-hmm. There was a big space in the market. And I do mean space this week. Uh, our latest episodes of Days of Our Minds sees Gina Reinhardt send a crack team of miners to the moon to get some Chang'e site. Why? 
uh, a new mineral found by the Chinese government on the moon. That's a real fact. There is a real mineral up there. And uh, it seems like in the last episode, someone stumbled across Gina's mining operation and they all head for the hills. We pick it up there this morning on Days of Our Minds. Like sand through the articulated dumpy, so are the Days of Our Minds. Moonmine 1 to Gina. Come in, Gina. Doug. Oh, thank God, mate. What's, what's going on up there? Shh. I can't talk too loud or they'll find me. Doug, it's okay. If it's the Chinese, I'll get on the blower, maybe grease some palms, and this little space fiasco will all be over. But you've got to give me some intel, mate. It's you up there. Is it them? Is it the Ruskies? I've never seen anything like it. It was like the sleekest, most... Most beautiful, articulated dumpy you've ever seen. I can, I can just about see it. Hang on. Someone's getting out. They're so bright. It's hard to see them in the sun. Oh, my God. I bet that's Putin in his diamond presidential space suit. The man thinks it's the ultimate show of wealth, but really, he looks like a fabulous commie disco ball. Shh, shh. It's getting closer. It's got huge feet with no toes. Just a big end to the foot. And a body that is like almost fluorescent yellow, but with some part of blue and a large round head with a with a light or an eye on the front. Don't hurt me! <laughs> sorry, mate. Didn't have me translator on. Uh, g'day. Sorry for scaring you. Uh, can you give me a hand with this? Uh, come on, mate. Get up. We're not here to make love to spiders. Tune in next week for another thrilling chapter of Days of Our Minds. It's Mitchell and Michael, and joining us on the line now is Adrian Alleberg. Hello, fellows. Here he is. (laughs) The czar of social media back once again. How you doing, Adrian? Oh, bloody good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. How's the war going? You winning? Doing as well as we expected, but you know that's okay. Improvements, improvements, gradual. You know we're taking constructive criticism, so yeah, there we go. There's another war on the war of the hearts and minds of children, and yep. we've got to make sure that when they're on TikTok, we know what they're looking at. So we've got a few clips to play. Uh, can you walk us through this first one? I want to go. I want to go to there. Sounds quite nice. Can I guess? Is it? Yes, you can. You put up Paris and you go, I want to go there. Well, no. Good. Oh, okay. Good, because now I'm impressed with this. <laughs> no, okay, so this is, I mean, it's kind of close, but this is a good one. I really like this one. It's, it's very, very cute, very charming. It's like basically anywhere that um, you want to go, but you can't really go. So like a good example is like they put up those, like, you know, those little Christmas village nativity scenes you know they look really cozy and it's like a little winter village and there's yeah. a little you know there's people walking around yeah. and doing some shopping that kind of thing and it's like i want to go there but i can't because i'm not that small you know oh um, okay i don't know do you guys ever read those i spy books when you were kids yeah yep. yep do you remember the, the, the worlds that they made on the pages i always that one that's where i wanted to go like oh. they just they, they set up a really nice cozy looking world um and also people use it for like shows like their favourite show, you know, the world of their favourite show. Right. So they want to go there, but they can't. You want to go to fictional places that look amazing. Yes. 
All right, next up, sleep or kiss? Did you um, sleep with him or just kiss him? I slept with him. Okay, bye. Is this... That's a little risque. A recording from Michael Ross's house? How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Now, this, this is a... This is actually not uh, not risque. That, that's the, the beauty of it, right? It's oh. the opposite. So it's like basically you're like naming something that you would only do with someone you really love, but it's like a non-risque sort of thing. For example, it's like personally, if someone was like, you know, if my partner was like, I went to Ikea with him, then I'd be like, oh, my God. Because that's something you only do with your long-term partner. It's like, oh, that's, that's oh. a deal breaker. So it's you know actually- what I mean? Like a like, long-term relationship kind of thing. So it's actually a good thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's kind of wholesome. I actually had this encounter with some friends who one watched Neighbours without the other because they watched it every night, mm. and it was like a big sticking point. It was like a, they felt betrayed. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's exactly what this kind of this, this kind of is. You know, this is like the thing you do with the person you love most. Wait, you did that with someone else? Oh no, way! That's it. I'm out of here. You know? Oh uh, yeah, it's cute. And finally, deceitful. I don't understand how that tune could be deceitful. It's okay. So this is a tricky one. It took me a little while to figure out. Uh, but basically, it, it's very generally used. But kind of like, let's say when the music's normal at the beginning and then it hits that drum, it's kind of like what you said or what someone said versus kind of what you actually did. So this is one for parents because there's a lot of anti-parent propaganda oh. on this one. Yeah. So it'll be someone like a, like a kid looking at the camera being like, uh, parents. You're so well behaved, you never get in trouble, right? And then uh, that sound will happen. They'll turn, and then it'll be like, "Not that you know of," you know that kind of thing. Or mum, mum says, "You're such a bad liar. You always get caught." The kids like, "Yeah, you're right." They turn. Sneaky look to camera. They don't even need to say anything. There's just that sneaky look to camera, you know? So there's a bit of parent stuff going on here. Good one to look out for. Okay, cool. So if you're a parent, you should be like, hey, little Johnny, you should try this trend, and then you can can find out what they're up to. Yes. You follow them first so they don't know under a fake account, and then you see what they say about you. This is all very deceitful stuff. I love it. A bit of espionage from the czar of social media. (laughs) Nice. Adrian Allerberg, uh, make sure you follow him across all socials. He's got his own TikTok. Great stuff there. Thanks for joining us, mate. Fellas, have a great day. There's a. We were talking TikTok trends with Alzara of social media. Uh, I need to turn to you for. There's a new one that I've seen doing the rounds. It's a bit of a, a mem, a, a meme. A meme? Uh, it is something to do with Adam Levine oh, Adam yes. from Maroon 5. Yep. Uh, not the other guy from Pitch Perfect. Trust me, no one was confusing him. Apparently, he's getting lots of messages over this, but I don't know why, because all I've seen, I think, is not the original version of the meme. So I've seen Adam Levine reacting to Delta Goodrum, and I'm like, Did he, is that how it began at the grand final? And I was like, why would he oh, be watching the grand final? I understand this. So is it a picture of his like DM messages? Yes. Is that the thing? And he's so like... In it is a picture of yeah. Delta, and then he's like... Let me paraphrase. He's going like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at that body. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I was like, he wouldn't be talking about Delta. Would he know No, Delta? he wouldn't because I'd smack him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, mainly, uh, basically, what it is, is Adam Levine, Maroon 5. Yeah. Or Maroon 5. Depends how you look at it. Yeah. She's uh, from Queensland. Yep. Uh, he, uh, a singer, of, a lead singer of the band, 
I had a pregnant wife who's like supermodel. Yep. And a lot of women have come out lately saying that he has like been hitting on them or had affairs with him. Really? And he has said that, um, yes, I have been like flirting with them and I've stepped over the line, but I haven't had an official affair. Um, and then like more women and more women and more women coming out, like a very Tiger Woodsy sort of situation. Right. Um, but like a, let's go four out of 10 on the Tiger Woods scale. Okay. Um, and then some of the DMs have been like, the messages have been released of obviously like the supermodels photo. Yep. And then he's like, oh wow, your body's amazing. So the meme now, the trend is you take whatever photo. So like people have been taking like ScoMo holding up like <laughs> like him in his like summer outfit. Yeah. Like and him going like, whoa, you look amazing. Like so it, Great. it's becoming that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us on the line now is a man who knows everything about tech to walk us through all this happening with Optus. It is Matt Sear from Best IT. Hey, Matt. And how do I know it's you guys? That's a good point. <laughs> Can, can we make fake voices? Is that a thing? We'll say the password. Yeah, well, I think it is. It says no caller ID on my phone. I can't trust who's calling. It's ICE, Internal Combustion Engine. <laughs> In case of emergency, Internal Combustion Engine. Yes, good yes. to see you. Good to speak to your voice. How are you? We're good. We're good. How was your trip around the world? Oh, I can't talk about it, mate. There's too many problems in the world at the moment, cybersecurity. So. That's true. Oh, that's, that's true. true. Okay, yep, that's very right. good point. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, first up. How would someone have gotten into Optus to get that data? Oh, that's the million-dollar question, isn't it? Like, Literally. Oh, I've been, I've been yeah, <laughs> yeah, million US. I've been scanning and reading. Look, the suggestion is there's an API. So, you know, in the back end of a lot of websites and programs, there's um, an automated connector that you can plug into other systems. Yes, of and course. And so the, t- the tool, of course, API. Uh the talk is that's how they've done it. The CEO's denied that, so she said it's uh, much more technical than that, much more complicated. So I don't know. Look, it'll come out, I guess. But um, she, they have said also that it was encrypted data. So if it's encrypted, that means it's got a, you know, it's password protected with a password that's like 256 characters long. You know, um, if that's the case, they're pretty good at cracking passwords, I'd suggest. So who knows? Now, but- the hacker has apologised and has since declared that they have deleted the data. Do we do we believe that? I think we assume that that's, you know, a 15-year-old kid sitting in someone's basement somewhere going, oh, no, I'm in trouble. Back <laughs> out, back out. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Honestly, how do you know? Um, 10,200 accounts already leaked, so those people, it doesn't really matter if they delete the rest. But, um, yeah, I think it's just um, a matter of the person panicking at the moment. And maybe we'll see if data comes up later. Maybe we won't. Um, yeah. So... It says uh, none because I'm an Optus customer, all right? So it, <laughs> of course you are, mate. Yep, thanks. <laughs> and uh, it says my name, date of birth, email, phone number, address associated with the account, and the ID of the documents, but not no photo ID and no passwords have been yeah. uh, given. Uh, what? How much does that affect me? I would. Oh, look, it's still, it's just as bad. It's not hard to make a fake, you know. You know, I think I've talked to you guys before, probably um, live, about how, how easy it is to go and order a fake uh, passport or, or, or a fake driver's licence. So if they've got the numbers and your name and everything else, that's not too tricky. I think, you know, like when I was on the dark web, that I told you guys about that, doing some research for my talks. Um, yeah, it was around about, uh, I think, 10 bucks to get uh, to get your um, driver's licence made if you, if you gave them the details. So um, you can put whatever photo you want too. So we could even put your photo on there, Mitch. Uh, 
and uh, and get that sorted. Just for a tenner, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not expensive. Now, how much of that stuff though that they've taken from Mitch would already actually be everywhere on the internet? Well, yeah. Again, I think that the uh, CEO of Optus came out and claimed that a lot of the information is probably around that. And we know that it is. You know, um, you know. Obviously, we we say happy birthday to each other every year on Facebook, so we know everyone's birthdays. Um, so there's some information I would suggest it is out there, but I doubt you. Everybody's, you know, Medicare cards or whatever, whatever you use to form your hundred points of ID. I doubt all of that's out there. Um, but you know, as you know, guys, there's websites you can go and check. Um, and have a bit of a look and see if your information's out there. So. Oh, you've done that check on me before, haven't you? I have. You were pretty clean, to be honest. Can you go back and check again? <laughs> <laughs> I might need to give it a couple of weeks for that day. But absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Actually, can you buy my info? Oh, well, they were selling individual, or, or I think lumps of 10,000 for about 150. Did you guys see that? Um, that they posted, oh, wow. um, but I think that's been withdrawn again now too. Okay. So, you, so just as an average punter, you could have gone and bought a big chunk of the Optus data yourself if you wanted. Jeez. Okay, so in how out of ten, how much should everyone, if their Optus information has been out there, out of ten, how much should they be worried, and what should they do? Oh, look, I would probably change my name. That would just cover it. <laughs> <everything. laughs> <laughs> so, therefore, you don't have to worry too much about your driver's license number and everything else if they've got your name wrong. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. In all seriousness, I would definitely be asking to change my driver's license number. Um, your passport number is not too difficult to change if you've used that. And I'd be contacting Medicare too because it looks like the Medicare uh, numbers have been leaked through there as well. So, um, you know, those three things are, you know, three big chunks of your 100 points ID. So um, I'd be making the calls. I know it's going to cost and take some time, but, you know, there might be some sort of compensation thing that the government are talking about at the moment. Matt from Best IT, uh, if you if your company wants to remain like safe and up to date, talk to Matt at Best IT. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, boys. Great to speak to you, hey? Stay safe. 8.42 on Triple M. Good times, greatest hits, some good times in Kununurra at the uh, Apex Kununurra Barra Bash. 24th annual. Been going for 24 years, mate. And um, Tyron Flick reeled in the biggest fish of the comp. What's his name? Yeah, great name That's for a, great, a fisherman. It's a great fishing name. And uh, 15.8 kilos. Really? Won him two of the seniors' categories. And uh, Bailey Dorr won the <laughs> the lucky draw. <laughs> what is it? Have they given fake names? <laughs> because you're telling me Tyron Flick won the fishing yeah. and <laughs> Bailey Dorr won the door prize of the boat. Yeah, it can't be. Like, it's got to be like... Steve, and then they say Flick at the end because, like, that's the one he won. Yeah. This, this is like old Phil in having a great <laughs> game of pickup basketball. But, yeah, great. it was a great week all round, and we want to know if you got around it for the first time, if it was your first time fishing for Barry Mundy. And we actually, we got Wendy on the line now. Wendy's in Kununurra, but you're not from Kununurra, Wendy. No, not originally. No, I, um, I've been over here for a few years, but um, not here originally, no. Where are you from? I'm oh, from the UK, just outside of London. Oh. oh. And uh, how did you find your way to beautiful Northwest WA? Oh, look, um, I had an ex-boyfriend. He was a bit of a backpacker over in the UK. I uh, followed him over and then, uh, you know, we parted ways and I thought, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out here for a bit. It's quite <laughs> lovely, isn't it? <laughs> it is lovely. And uh, yeah. you got around the, uh, the Barra Bash uh, this weekend, Jessica. Your, I did. Your first time fishing for Barramundi. 
Yes, uh, didn't go that great, if I'm honest, but it was a bit of a laugh having a go. <laughs> uh, did you did you actually land anything, or was it a bit lean? Not not a thing, not a thing. <laughs> there was a few others on the boat that had a, you know, they did all right, but it was terrible. Mm. I'm not a fisherman, not a fisherwoman, <laughs> but you know what? I'll give it a red hot crack. Have you seen uh, much else of WA in your time, Wendy? Not really. I um I, I need to get out and about a bit more. I think, but it's it's a lovely spot, isn't it? It is. I think that you should definitely uh, take a bit of a wander. Wendy the Wanderer. Yep. You should. That's what you should become. Oh, let's trademark that. <laughs> I like that. That's all right, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, I love that. You're amazing. Uh, thanks so much. My Insta handle to that actually. Thanks okay. So we might have to follow Wendy the Wanderer on Insta. Yeah, look out for it, innit? <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. <laughs> okay, see you later. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review and share with your mates.